two down in the ninth. Bumgarner throws. Robinson waits. Here comes the pitch. High drive. for Ken Griffey Jr. I don't believe what I just saw. Marion grabbed behind the back, flipped the second, on the first, a double play. Incredible. Swing and drive. Belton right. Welcome to the show. Are you ready to talk baseball? Well, step up to the plate. You're listening to Passion for the Pastime. And here's your host, Walter. Hey, how's it going, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of the podcast. Hope everyone is doing well, staying safe, and being healthy. Now, those sounds that I play at every intro of the podcast are the sounds of baseball. And when I listen to it now, it has a different meaning to it. Reason being is that those sounds that I play for you at the beginning of this podcast may be the only sounds that you get of baseball this season, this year. Because the Players Association, the MLB owners, they just can't get their shit together. And I hate to be so negative. I I try not to be negative on, on the podcast. But it's very frustrating that very simple economics that the players and owners, not only is just one side at fault here, both sides are at fault because they lack communication. They, they literally, there's nothing positive coming out from baseball right now. The only positive thing would be that the players made a one team, one dream uh, video in response to Black Lives Matter. They made that. So that's the one positive in baseball. But outside of that, I mean, Manfred, Rob Manfred is is literally a joke. I mean, Trevor Bauer warned us multiple times in the offseason saying that he didn't care. I I mean, let's be honest. When he called the World Series trophy a piece of metal, I mean, do we really want someone like that running baseball? I'm just saying. That that's just he he is a puppet to the owners. And that's usually what the commissioners are because they are elected by the ownership and that's how they keep their power. You got to keep the the big bosses happy, right? You got to keep the owners happy. But Manfred, I mean, when it goes to this, the negotiations to restart the league, to get things back to normal in the sense of sports with baseball. And, I mean, drop the ball there. Drop the ball with the Astros. And then this new thing coming out on the Yankees, allegedly that they were cheating and it was swept under the rug because they're they're the team of baseball. 27 World Series. Can't have a black mark on the Yankees. But let's go ahead and throw it all on the Astros. That's not right. We all kind of assume and came to the realization that the Astros weren't the only team that did it. 
they were the team that did it and won a World Series. So do I put it past the Yankees to cheat? No, I don't. I would assume that they were probably first in line, to be honest. They just couldn't cheat well enough to win a title. Shows to the intelligence of that organization. But there's all that situation going on with Manfred. It's just, he hasn't really done anything. And then we hear about, you know, uh, last year with the juiced balls and everything like that, and, and the ball feels different. To, uh, to enhance the game, to draw more viewers with the long ball. Because a similar thing happened when viewership was going down after the strike in 94 was long gone summer. They, they released it at 30 for 30 on ESPN. I would suggest you to watch it, but with the recent developments with Manfred, one saying... The night of the draft, which was last week, which was exciting for the world of baseball. I mean, we're kind of getting into that normalcy of it. Manfred said, I expect baseball to be played this year, 100%. And then all of a sudden, it's uh, MLB season, not necessarily 100% now. It's like, what the hell happened in a week? Not even a week. In a weekend. Like, what... What changed? Like, what happened? Both sides pointing the finger. Well, I got a finger for both sides right now. I'm fed up with it. And like I've said time and time again, if they're not going to get a season going, just let me know so I don't have to keep my hopes up. But it, it hurts that Baseball operates this way. It just really goes to show how much they truly value the fans. Like, I don't know how all of this is going to go over in the future. I'm, I'm very on the negative side of it to where I don't see any good coming for the game after this. You're going to lose a ton of fans, and I've had tons of conversations with Diehard fans. And for me also, like, it leaves a black mark on the game of baseball. And I am die hard, if you guys know that. And most of you that listen to this podcast are diehard baseball fans. Baseball is your number one. But with everything going on, with these negotiations where they can't come to agreement to play... It makes you kind of look at it like, do I want to invest my time in it? Because obviously they don't care about us. So, with all that going on, I mean, how do they recover from that? Because, again, going back to Long Gone Summer, 30 for 30, I, I want to say you, you should watch it, but in light of everything that's going on with the Players Association, with the MLB owners, with the season literally getting canceled before our eyes. It may depress you a little bit because I was watching it and then everything started coming out. How there's probably not going to be a season, which the writing was on the wall. But to have it finally in in words that it's most likely not going to happen, 
you you feel a sense of disappointment. And when I was watching Long Gone Summer, I mean, I've, to, I've told you guys before, 98 was probably one of my first earliest memories of baseball. The home run chase with Sosa, McGuire, Griffey was in it. Griffey was also in the home run derby. I remember all that. And some people look at my age and are like, well, you were six. You really remember that? I do. I don't remember it vividly, but I remember bits and pieces of it. And then as I grew up, as Bonds would go on to break that record just a couple seasons later, they would go back and show highlights of that 98 chase. Really exciting. And then just watching it again as I'm an older adult now, I really appreciated that. But it really made me sad to where you look at where baseball was. And yes, the steroid era, yes, I get it. But Bud Selig let it happen. It's part of the game. But that's besides the point. Just looking at the fanfare, looking at all the fans in those stadiums, going to go see Sosa, going to see McGuire for that home run chase, Roger Maris, single season home run record. That was exciting. And again, I was six years old, so I didn't comprehend the full dynamic to it. But then watching that documentary, I was like, man, that was that was a thing. Like that was a big draw. Like people were flocking from all over the country. There was people on there that were saying, I drove nine hundred miles to come watch this game between Sosa and McGuire. I'm like, holy crap. I debate on going fifty miles to, to, to see the to see the nearest baseball game sometimes. Nine hundred miles. First of all, why didn't you fly? Like you drove, probably cheaper, obviously. But not, that's a that's a long that's a long that's a long drive. Maybe there was a little bit of exaggeration there. He just wanted to sound cool. He like lived down the street. <laughs> but man, just watching all that, it makes you sad because. You really do start to miss the game. I mean, we are already in June. I probably would have been to like 20 games by now. Both, you know, split between the Giants and the A's. I'm spoiled in that sense. Probably would have been to a ton of games, working at the ballpark. And yet, all that is deprived because the owners and the players can't come to an agreement. Manfred says MLB season, not 100%. Players Association said that they're disgusted by the way that the ownership have conducted themselves during this, this process. And then you got the thing coming out with the Yankees and all that. It just all boils up into a shit show to where is it really worth it at this point. I mean, is it really is it really worth it? Some players now for major league squads 
several players apparently have COVID-19, which that's a whole nother dynamic in coming back. But they can't even get the financials right. From my knowledge, they already figured out the COVID-19 response, how they were going to go about it, and they were fine with everything. It's the money part, which is stupid. You already had a prearranged agreement. Just honor it. And let's get some damn baseball going. But that's not going to happen. And I'm tired of waiting. You know, it's just, it's not rocket science. It's, it literally is not rocket science. Figure the damn thing out. But at this point, it's like, would I watch if they came back? Like, if they go this week and say, oh, we came to an agreement, 50 games. Do I want to watch 50 games? Especially with how everything has been happening. Do you want to watch 50 games? 50 games, you don't even know what a club is yet in 50 games. Will I take it? Probably. But will I be happy about it? I don't know. I really don't. Just just with how everything's been going. It's very frustrating. And I've sat here and defended the game of baseball because I love it so much. But the way, I mean, man, Manfred, every time I hear his name or I see him, I literally, I, I, I get very upset. <laughs> I, I might despise Rob Manfred more than Roger Goodell now. And we all hate Roger Goodell. Hate, hate's a strong word. We all dislike Roger Goodell tremendously. Rob Manfred, I think, is surpassing Goodell's status at this at this moment in time. I I think that's what the the climate that we're in now. And the players, I mean, their stance is we're not budging. Tell us the time and place when you want to get things going. The owners are like, well, if you don't give. A little bit here, a little bit there, we're not going to budge either. So it's like, they're just big babies at this point. Do I really want to sit down and watch these guys? That, and, that's, and that's, I'm having those thoughts. And I'm just upset. I'll probably, I will watch them. But I'm having those thoughts, and I'm a diehard fan. Imagine the casual fan. You lost their viewership when NHL is coming back. NBA is kind of 50-50 at this point, but there's talk of them coming back. I mean, you got soccer playing. Hell, I'll, I'll even watch NASCAR. I will sit down and watch NASCAR because they got their shit together. At least for the most part. <laughs> I still don't know what's going on in NASCAR. They just go in circles. But I'd much rather watch that than some idiots that can't figure out how to get a season going. Still can't figure it out. And then when you watch the long gone summer, it just it brings back all the all the emotions. Like it it's that cliche where 
you don't know what you have until it's gone. And baseball's gone. Yes, it's going to come back at some point. But will they ever recover from this? We, we're not going to have another steroid era. That's not going to happen. I mean, yeah, they can manipulate the ball, launch angle, whatever. But you're never going to have a home run chase like you did in 98. Never. It's not going to happen. So, with that being said, I mean, baseball, I feel, is going to be on the decline if and when they get back. But for the foreseeable future, it's not happening anytime soon. And it sucks. But how do you guys feel about it? I mean, if baseball does come back at one point, do you believe that it's going to come back this year? At some, in some fashion. Whether it be 48 games, whether it be 50 games. I mean, pretty much Bauer, Trevor Bauer, was coming out and saying, Manfred and the owners just don't want to pay the players more games. Because they, if they started right now, they got the agreement right now, they can play more games. But they're going to delay it and make it sound like it was a problem. To where they finally say, all right, well, we're good with this. Let's just do the 50, 50 games, 48 games. Because at that point, if they waited out two more weeks, that's all they're going to have to play. Because they don't want to go stretch into past October. So, I don't know what, what's going on with the state of baseball. I'm, I'm just very, I'm very disappointed. Like, like you know, it's... Uh, it's hard to really grasp that there's not baseball being played. And again, before, yeah, COVID, it's still a thing, still a pandemic. Still got to be careful. It's not over. But the health part, the players and owners already agreed to stipulations. We're fine with it. Then it comes down to money. Like, this isn't the time to argue about money, guys. Like, figure it out. You already had an agreement. Honor it, is all I'm saying. So a lot of frustration in this podcast. I'm just I'm just here venting. But I'd love to know what you all feel about the game of baseball. Like, would you watch the shortened season, first of all. Would you watch when they if they don't play at all this year when they come back next year? Will you watch? Are you that dedicated? Or does this rub you the wrong way and make you walk away from the game of baseball? There's other forms of entertainment. Football's out there. Soccer got their shit together. They're playing. Hockey, basketball. Hell, even watch Cornhole. <laughs> there's so much to watch. NASCAR. There, there's tons of things to watch. And baseball is just staying behind the times and not getting with it. 
And I ultimately feel that that will be the demise of the game. Maybe not tomorrow. Maybe not the next day. Maybe not next year. But I feel like baseball will cease to exist if this type of crap continues to happen down the line. I truly feel that. And then the cheating, the sign stealing, it's been a part of the game. But with that continually, I'm waiting for the Dodgers uh, scandal to come up. Poor Dodgers. I mean, man, amid everything going on, I do have sympathy for the Dodgers. Looking at my screensaver, it's a picture of the ballpark. It's a Giants-Dodgers game. I I can tell because it has the L.A. there. But for some reason, it says Yankees. I don't don't know why it says Yankees there. But it's the SF with the the L.A. next to it. This is Dodgers-Giants last year. And it gets me to think about the Dodgers. I mean, just the scandal alone, they weren't affected by the Yankees, but they most likely cheated too. I'm just I'm just throwing that out there. They most likely cheated too. The only team that didn't cheat, I'm con- I'm convinced, is the Giants because they were trash. I'm convinced the Giants did not cheat. And if they did cheat, c- come on, guys. <laughs> At least go 500 if you're going to cheat. Come on. Do it right. With the Dodgers, I mean, they were directly affected with the Astros. The Red Sox investigation turned out to be just someone in the booth. But no players part of that. I, I, that was stupid, too. Well, you got those back-to-back years for the Dodgers. Then the year that Everything looks like it could be, you know, right right the wrongs. This could be the year. They got so close. Years prior, and then they got knocked out early last year. And this was looking like the year. Got Mookie Betts. They got David Price. Throw that in with Kershaw and Bueller. Jock Peterson, who was traded but is now still on the team. Cody Bellinger, Kike Hernandez. I mean, you name it off. They have a stacked team. Mookie Betts being the big move of the offseason. And this guy will never play in Dodger Blue. In a season where the Dodgers most likely would have won the World Series. And it didn't happen. They're cursed. (laughs) And, I mean, I feel bad, but at the same time, it's kind of funny. (laughs) But, man. that, That just sucks. He goes over to the Dodgers, Mookie Betts, and he'll never wear Dodger blue in the regular season. All because millionaires and billionaires can't come to a damn agreement. And it sucks. 
But there goes my rant. Hope you guys enjoyed it. You guys have a good one. And I'll talk to you next time.